that right there is a sound. Welcome to a special edition of Peach and Prosperity in honor of what has become our family's favorite holiday. That's right. Move over Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, and George Washington's birthday. We're obsessed with National Muffin Day. It seems as if every food has its own day now. National Donut Day, National Pizza Day. Julia, that might be my second favorite. Okay, well, it better be because we've taken a slice away from the traditional food holiday that's typically about the consumer and flipped it to focus on giving. On National Muffin Day, we bake and give away muffins to people experiencing homelessness and hunger. This philanthropic holiday, started by Julia and Jacob, who, by the way, goes by the Muffin Man, began in 2013. In honor of our fifth year of the celebration, which takes place on Sunday, February 24th, 2019, we're going behind the muffins to share how what began as an impromptu muffin donation has become a muffin movement. We are live from the National Muffin Day baking party in Atlanta, and this is our youngest baker. Say hi to all your fans out there. Hi. All right. What muffins are you making? I'm making apple muffins. Apple? How would you begin? I'll start with a break the fast dinner at my aunt and uncle's house where my uncle was baking muffins and he convinced me it was something easy to do. I'd never baked anything before. I went home the next day and I googled muffin recipes and I found an apple cinnamon muffin recipe. I made a dozen of them and I had one and it was this was before I became really good at making muffins. I had 11 left over. I was thinking I, I worked other end of Market Street, which is a major thoroughfare in San Francisco. And there's a lot of people experiencing homelessness you see I would see on my walk to work. So I got a bag full of 11 muffins and I walked down the street and I was just hand them out. And when I gave them to people, people were really appreciative and they really liked the fact that I had made them myself and I had some good conversations. So I enjoyed it. So the next weekend I made two dozen muffins and I walked down the street. And by the time I got to the end of the street, I hadn't given away all my muffins. I had, you know, three or four left over. Um, and then the week after that, I made two dozen again. And this time I it became apparent that I was noticing more hungry people on the streets now that I was looking for them. I just kept doing it every week during this walk to work. My muffins were getting better and better as I learned more baking tips and tricks. And people started knowing, people started recognizing me because I was doing the same route every week on my, every, every week on Monday, I'd bake Sunday night and walk down the street on Monday. People started referring, Hey, here, here comes the muffin man. And I started getting to know people. I'm hearing their stories and, and, and forming relationships. And, uh, it just became something very meaningful to me. And then on the opposite coast, Julia was living in New York city, working in the nonprofit sector and had started a blog called why we give to share stories of ordinary philanthropists In answer to a standard question. Who is your philanthropic role model? One of her featured Philanthropists David Kieferbaum answered Jacob Muffin Man Kaufman and told her what Jacob had been doing with his weekly muffin runs. Julia asked for an introduction to Jacob, and she and Jacob spoke the day after Christmas, 2013. I remember how inspired she was after talking with Jacob. 
Living in New York City on my way to work, going to the gym, walking to the grocery store, and even riding the subway, I saw many people experiencing homelessness. And I wanted to do more than just write about Jacob's story. I wanted to participate in it. Julia really liked my story and what I was doing. And she said, wouldn't it be cool if we could get a bunch of people to bake muffins and hand them out to, to hungry people in their towns? And from there, we got this, we created this idea for National Muffin Day. Our first year, we had 20 days to make the holiday happen. Despite the time zone difference, our full-time jobs, and the fact that we had never met, Jacob and I texted, created the hashtag GiveMuffins to track participation, and shared several spreadsheets of ideas. I hacked together designs to create our brand, and Jacob sweetened the deal with a donation of $10 for every baker who shared publicly on social media that they were participating in National Muffin Day. They reached out to friends, bakeries, food bloggers, community centers, companies, any place with an open kitchen to share. They organized baking parties at friends' houses and at bakeries. Hayes Valley Bake Works is a bakery that also employs people formerly experiencing homelessness, incarceration, and other, other at-risk populations and helps them get job training and things like that. At the end of our first National Muffin Day, we counted hashtags in disbelief. We had 70 bakers who had participated, and many of them were people who we didn't know. Even more touching, there were stories of friends baking, strangers baking, parents who baked with their kids, and many more moments. Their second year resulted in 112 bakers. Third year yielded 160, and the fourth year led to 236 bakers. Last year, there was some major muffin momentum, thanks to the power of public storytelling at one of our favorite places. The Moth and Tell Our Story. And I don't know if you listeners have been to The Moth on these story slam nights, but the way it works is you put your name in a hat. They choose out 10 names, and if you get called, you get to tell your story. So when I went and tried to do it in San Francisco, in San Francisco, everyone's all about the moth because we're into that sort of thing over here. And there were 14 names, and mine was one of the ones that was not chosen, so I did not get to tell my story. But then when Julia went to Atlanta, and she told her amazing rendition of the same story I've told you before. So coming now. to the stage next, we have Julia Levy. Julia, coming to the stage. Give it up for Julia. She makes her way. I'm on a mission to make National Muffin Day everyone's favorite holiday. I started this culinary quest accidentally four years ago when I met the Muffin Man. It was a philanthropic, fateful introduction. And someone from CNN.com was in the audience and loved it, and they interviewed us, and then it just went viral, and we ended up... Dad, I hope you know how grateful I am to you for going with me to the moth that night. It was cold, rainy, and I wasn't feeling 100%. But you encouraged me to go and gave me a pep talk before I hopped on stage. Well, thanks for listening to me, Julia. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. And I have always said, don't ever give up. You never know who you're going to meet and what it could lead to. Thanks, Dad. Since our start, 500 muffinteers have actually baked and given more than 6,000 muffins to people experiencing homelessness in over 25 cities and raised thousands to incentivize volunteers to bake and participate. Jacob, his family, and former employers have donated money. Project Homeless Connect, which is an organization in San Francisco where they 
run a quarterly event. They take over the Bill Graham Civic Center, which is a large uh, civic. They have doctors and lawyers and dentists and and showers and, and and phones and people helping you with your ID cards, people helping you get your your social security benefits, all geared towards helping people experiencing homelessness. To this year. It's up to $40 per muffin tier, and we're sharing donations with Project Homeless Connect again and Family Promise, whose mission is to help homeless and low-income families achieve sustainable independence. They provide food, shelter, and support services for families through a multifaceted approach and have affiliates in 41 states, so likely someplace near you. In addition to baking and giving, you can also make an optional donation via the National Muffin Day fundraisers that can be found on the Facebook event National Muffin Day 2019 or nationalmuffinday.org. Along the way, we've had a lot of fun with National Muffin Day. There have been ridiculous moments like when I made a stud muffin profile on Tinder. Let's be clear, I selected a photo of a decadent blueberry muffin for the profile and... It received many swipes, but unfortunately was flagged by the app. We've also had fun muffin photo shoots with our friends Jen, David, and Aaron. And I've made muffin bitmojis of us that have wound up on the news. Oh, and we've created lots of fun muffin puns. Call this muffin momentum. We call this a muffin movement. And the bakers around the country have transformed into a community. We call uh, the participants our muffinteers. How did we get that name? Uh, You were watching the Mickey Mouse Club and were inspired (laughs) from what I recall. I don't remember. Julia, Jacob, and the Muffinteers. I like it. Sounds like a band from the 1960s. Maybe next you'll get a theme song. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because Jacob has already composed one for us. Muffins. One thing I find really fascinating about our story is that we have made all of this happen virtually, right. living across the coasts from each other. And I want to count how many times have we actually met in person? Is this the fifth or sixth time? I think fourth. I think twice in New York and twice here. Yeah. And we've only baked together once. Being with Jacob in the kitchen is quite the experience. The science. Well, there's only two scientific things about baking muffins. Number one, don't forget to put in baking powder. Every time I talk to someone, it's like, oh, I tried making muffins and they didn't work. And I, the first question I ask is, did you remember to put in baking powder? And the answer is always, oh, I knew I forgot something. The second thing is called the 10-stroke method. So flour has gluten, and when gluten is activated, it becomes um, dense. And so some, some recipes require a lot of gluten activation. Like when you're making sourdough bread, you want that really kind of that denseness together that comes from uh, that makes more sense. activating gluten. So when you're making muffins, you don't want them to be super dense. So you, to avoid um, activating the gluten, you want to minimize the amount you stir. So we usually use what's called the 10... Wet things. 
right? With when you stir together, yes, the dry and the wet ingredients. So we usually use what's called a 10 stroke method, where if you have a whisk or a big wooden spoon, you only do 10 strokes. It looks like here we're kind of using um, more of a catch as catch can variety of mixing utensil. So just try not to over mix it, I guess is the point. <laughs> The moral of the story is... All right, this is another Muffin Man secret for making blueberry muffins. So uh, we're going to use a cup. This recipe calls for a cup of blueberries. So you, you measure out a cup, and then let's take about a third of them, and we're going to put it into a bowl and mash it up like mortar pestle style. So it's like basically blueberry juice, and that's what we're going to do. But when I say we, I mean you. Thank you. I'm excited for this job. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks to the power of technology, we've made many of our magical muffin dreams come true, all in the spirit of making an impact. We've established collaborations with prominent bakeries like Greystone, behind the brownies in Ben and & Jerry's, and even local Atlanta bakeries like H&F, stepped up last year with muffin donations. Also, bakers like Kate of Wooden Spoon and former Food Network star Emma Frisch of Feast by Firelight have become muffinteers too. If you know a baker or bakery who might want to donate, Julia and Jacob would love it if you ask them to participate. It's an easy ask and goes a long way. I have had a lot of fun scouting out bakeries in Atlanta to contribute and maybe taste testing along the way. Julia, don't tell your mom. Oops, too late. Well, there's a lot of ideas on our plate, so she likely forgot about it already. And sometimes we forget, too. Yeah. Uh, where's the Wikipedia page? What's the status on that action item on your to-do list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, so Wikipedia page is, we split up all the action items for National Muffin Day, and the Wikipedia page is firmly in the Jacob camp, and okay, yes. What drives us to do all this wackiness is that there are over 500,000 people experiencing homelessness estimated in the U.S., and there's no shortage of people in need of help. We believe that warm, delicious muffins made with love is just the beginning, and we continue to set our spatulas high with expectations to make an impact. Through National Muffin Day, Julia and Jacob want to raise awareness of the challenges of homelessness in the United States and to empower muffinteers to make a difference whether through a single batch of muffins distributed on the way to work or donation to organizations that assist those people experiencing homelessness, or even just compassion and thoughtfulness toward people you may encounter who are without shelter. There's this sense of appreciation, not just for giving food, but for taking the time to bake something from your heart and distribute it and treat people experiencing homelessness as people, which is something that they don't get a lot. I mean, in all the, the people I've talked to, the largest complaint is that they feel invisible, that people walk, when you're walking down the street, especially in San Francisco, people put on blinders. You know, you, a lot of people experiencing homelessness are made to feel invisible. And that's a really awful feeling. When our muffinteers are, are participating and in, in handing out these muffins, a lot of them are like seeing this population for the first time and interacting and hearing stories and it fosters a new sense of empathy that they haven't really experienced before. And so having people do that and then come back and telling us these stories is, is definitely the most meaningful part of national muffin day. So will you join us as a muffinteer, be the muffin person in your town who walks down Drury lane market street or Peachtree street. 
Here's how you can join the Muffin Movement. Hop on Facebook and RSVP going to the Facebook event for National Muffin Day 2019. Follow the adventures on Instagram. Commit to hosting a baking party. Share your muffin photos publicly on social media with hashtag GiveMuffins and donate directly on the street or to a shelter, but please call ahead. For the Atlanteans listening, I'm hopeful that we'll have multiple baking parties around town as more muffinteers step up. As of the time of the release of this episode, for young professionals, come join Repair the World Atlanta, led by Lily Brent, and The Temple's The Well with Rabbi Sam Kay for an afternoon of baking and giving at the temple. Our muffins will be donated to the Zabin Paradise Shelter, Atlanta's only homeless couple shelter and lost and found youth drop-in center. At the time of release, there are also baking parties confirmed in... Baltimore with Dina and the Forefront team, as well as Emma and the Moisha House in New York City with Allie, Zoe, and Lauren in San Francisco, Hayes Valley Bake Works, as well as a Google employee party, and in Miami, Repair the World, as well as Base Hillel. There's a ton of other muffinteers who are stepping up to join us, and we can't wait to celebrate. See you on February 24th, 2019 for National Muffin Day. Thanks for listening to our story in a very different episode. We'll be back in February with more of Atlanta's Best and Brightest. Muffins, 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 muffins,